I just see you out there, Kevin. I've talked to like 19 basketball people in three hours. <laughs> Arizona Sports, our son's mega mind, Kellen Olsen, joining Wolf and Luke to talk about the Phoenix Suns now. Kellen Olsen is joining us on the Arizona Sports Line at this exact moment, Wolf. Hopefully he will bring some calmness to the Valley right okay. now. Yeah. He is our son's guru. That would be all. nice right now. A little positivity. Kellen, what's going on, buddy? What's up? Doing well. Thanks for having me. All right. See, that was positive. Yeah. That that's okay. We're good. good. Thanks right for there. calling in, Kellen. We'll talk Great to you later. Great salutation. Um, okay. Look, we have to start with the officiating because there's no way to have you on and not bring it up at all. So my question is not going to be so much about the officiating. My question is going to be about you're around this team a lot, about uh, how much – does it seem to be affecting these guys, just their mentality in general, or is that kind of being overblown? I think it's affecting them quite a bit, and it's affecting them in a few different ways. First of all, the most obvious and, and most of what you're getting at there is that it's affecting the way that they're thinking in, in a negative way in terms of them just letting like the anger and the frustration get to them. But there were also just a couple of plays last night where I saw a Suns defender hesitate to even make contact with someone driving for the Lakers. And a Kogi did it twice. And I could tell both times he was just trying to avoid getting called for what he had gotten called a, a foul for previously. And that's where it just really starts to become a problem. And I think that's maybe part of what had to spark Monty Williams's argument. But if you look at opposing free throw rates since the all-star break, the Suns have been by far the worst team in the league in terms of the amount of free throws that they give up. So the, the reason for the frustration in terms of the outlier is there. Now, I think the discussion here is how much of that has to do with how much the Suns are fouling and how much of it has to do with the whistle that they're getting. And I think that it's more 90-10 in terms of them fouling as opposed to the, the whistle that they get. I know Suns fans will debate it's 50-50 or they'll debate it's 90-10 in the other way. I know people will disagree with me or, or agree with me, and, and some will say it's like 100-0, that they're just fouling and they need to get over the fact that the, there's no whistle discrepancy, whatever you want to call it, right? But the bottom line is they're fouling at just a, a horrendous rate right now. That number that I mentioned since the All-Star break, they're dead last in free throw rate by a crazy high number. The discrepancy between them as the team in 30th and the team in 29th right now is the discrepancy between them in 30th and and the, and the team in 5th in the overall regular season leaderboard. Like, oh, that's how geez. much they're fouling compared to any other team in the league right now oh. in the last dozen games. So that is the reason for the frustration and why it's at an all-time high right now because the fouls are getting called at an all-time high. But also, you just watch how many of those calls last night were, were on them, and it, and it just the majority of them were fouls. They just got to stop fouling. So how long is it going to be before Monty gets ejected from a game? Hey, there's, there's my next question. Yeah, I, I don't know. Wolf, he's never been the type. I think we learned in his first season here, he's never the type to just get a technical foul just to motivate his players. And the closest thing we'll get to anything of that sort is kind of what we saw last night where he'll rant for a minute and a half and two minutes and then uh, leave his press conference. He's only done that one other time, and that was when the team started 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, in the finals year, they lost to OKC and they were losing games that, funnily enough, the way that they are right now, which is just lacking consistency over four, four quarters. And you'll remember Monty just kind of repeated that sentiment of consistency over four quarters a few different times and then just said, that's all I've got to say and left the room. And and the coincidence there is, is like I said, it's kind of funny just because they're lacking consistency over four quarters right now in five of their last six games. They've been losses. And even if you look at the win against Orlando, 
they were up nine with about eight minutes left, and then they gave up a 9-0 run to have the game tied with five minutes left. They wound up winning that game, but they've just had these little stretches in the second half and primarily the fourth quarter of games lately where they just haven't been able to lock in, and we saw it again last night. They scratched and clawed through horrible mistakes defensively and horrible mistakes with turnovers to be within one, and then they just give up that 10-2 run in two minutes, and they're chasing the game again. So it's one of those problems where officiating has been an issue for them, and and fouls have been an issue for them, but it just comes down to execution. Like, I don't care about the, to be honest, like I don't really care about the Devin Booker, how much help does he need question, how much they're missing Kevin Durant. They have been such a great team at executing and winning games in the last two to three years under Bonnie Williams. It hasn't mattered who has been playing. And that part of their DNA, the signature part of their team, has just been missing the last two weeks. Do you think players would like to see Monty Williams get ejected? Say that again, Wolf? Do you think players would like to see Monty Williams get ejected? Do you think that would do anything for his team? I don't think so, just because they know how Monty is at, at this point, to be honest. And I think that what they would like to see more than anything is just to get every single call that they feel like that they should get because I think the frustration boiled over last night partially because of Austin Reeves too. Like, look, Giannis and Shea are Giannis and Shea. Like, Giannis is going to get a lot of free throws. Shea is going to get a lot of free throws. Those are two super downhill guys. And Austin Reeves was playing downhill last night, but he just, like, really broke onto the scene as a scorer three weeks ago, and he's got 53 free throw attempts in the last four games. And I would say (laughs) half of those last night were calls that he was getting the benefit of the doubt on. And when you give the benefit of the doubt on of the doubt away as an official, most of the time it's to some of the bigger names only who have really established themselves. And for him to be getting that already, it was, it was just a little bit ridiculous. Like I I love Austin Reeves. I talked about him at one point on your guys' show two, three years ago when we were talking about the pre-draft process. I loved him out of Oklahoma. We talked about then how he got to the free throw line. It's been a skill that he's had forever, but there just needs to be some balance. And just like the buzz around the league, especially this morning coming out of last night and the issue with the Mavericks and Warriors game is just that the officiating overall as a standard and how the players feel about it specifically, the reputation of just the referees has never been lower than it is because I know fans just see everyone complaining all the time. Nothing really changes on that front. Players are always going to complain. Does feel like they're complaining more or less. It's more so about what they're saying behind the scenes and they just feel like it's at an all-time low right now. Talking to Kellen Olson, Kellen, uh, you know, everybody's heard the the Monty Williams uh, clip after the game last night where he spoke and then he, he walked off. Um, one of the things he said in there that hasn't really gotten a lot of attention, but it kind of stood out to me, and I want to get your thoughts on it, is is he talked about you know talking to the officials and them saying essentially you guys are you're a mid range team, you take mid range shots. I mean, how much of this in your mind on the other side of the floor, not the Suns committing fouls, but in terms of them not getting calls? Do you feel like they're being punished for being a mid-range team? And do you see this with other mid-range shooting teams? I, I think that they're getting punished justifiably. I, I'm, I'm trying to like figure out the right way to say that. I, I don't believe that they should get an unfair whistle because they don't get to the rim enough. But one of the things Monty cited in that rant, too, was that their bench had zero free throws. And campaign's never taken over 100 free throws in a season before. Landry Shamit's never done that either. You, you watch campaign drive and a lot of the time when he's scoring at the rim it's not with contact he's taking a lot of floaters Landry shaman has been really good in the last two games but even last night again we saw that once he starts dribbling inside the three-point line and there's a driving lane open to the basket oftentimes he just doesn't take it he'll either take the pull-up jumper or just pass it out and, and reset like they're not a team that has generated free throws i think the only real guy on the team that does it consistently is devin booker kevin durant will be the second 
Of course, we know the story there with John Drayton, but they just don't take they don't take a lot of shots at the rim because it, they're it because of like this genius like design, right? It's just because they don't take a lot of shots at the rim. That's not their style of play necessarily, and it just so happens that they're awesome in in the mid range as well. And I think that a lot of what you watch with them in a game, it makes sense that they're bottom five in the league, pretty much bottom three in the league every year in terms of free throw rate. So I, I don't really see the argument for them getting more free throws just because of the way that they play. But I understand Monty's frustration and being mm. like, you can't just say we play this style and then, and, and then referee us a certain way. But at the same time, I'm not really sure what the numbers are in terms of what he's seeing and what he's arguing for in terms of how they get to the line compared to, everyone else and, and they better figure it out because the, the 76ers are second in free throw rate. The Kings are seventh and they're coming up in the next two games. So not only do they have to even, they got to even that balance out because right now they're, those numbers suggest that there's going to be more of a free throw discrepancy in the next couple of days as well. Killer, are any of the players talking about the dangers of focusing too much on the referees? Have you heard any of that kind of conversation? I think that Chris kind of alluded to it last night and, and, and Book did too. I think that you hear snippets, you hear cuts everywhere, right? But the, the thing that these guys always say is that we understand that like the majority of these or a good portion of these are fouls, but they're just looking for consistency all the way across instead of like the 60, 70%, like they'd like to see it closer to 90 or 100, right? And I think that's something that they, they want to see. Book mentioned last night to Dwayne Rankin that he, he watches these back, like he sees – that he's getting fouled or, or the fouls that he gets called for. And something he talked about last night was just the fact that they had to burn their challenge last night because Book got hit in the face but a, a originally got called for an offensive foul. Yeah. So it's just those little things that can really add up to go back to the epic Fred Van Vliet reign of like a month and a half ago about how things can change in a game. Like we know how important a challenge can be late in the game. And the Suns have had a handful of situations this year where they've had to burn it on just a really bad call. And the challenge shouldn't be in place just to correct like a horrendous mistake by a referee. It should be in place to have the absolute right call happen in a critical situation. And that that's something that has been a frustration point for them over the last couple of weeks as well. Yeah, that's very well said. Kellen, great stuff as always, you, man. Killer. Thank you for the time. Thanks, guys.